Today is April 13th. The Yankees are in the middle of a series against the Blue Jays in Dunedin. We're going to talk about Odor and Bruce, Clint and Gardy Hicks in the three-hole. I made a mistake. It's my fault. Let's just get into it and talk Yanks. Smooth. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake, producer Bug Bug Dude in the corner, and we're going to be talking about the Yankees today on Talking Yanks. What do you got? Wow, interesting, talking about the Yankees on the Yankee Show. This one's brought to you by our most recent patrons, Jared Grossman. Is his name Grossman, Sam, or did you take a look at his photo and change his last name? Patreon Sam in the chat, in the room. She says she would never do that. And Jonathan Williams. Thank you very much to our most recent patrons, JG and JW. JS, how are you doing? You know, James, Big Baby David, Sam, Patreon Sam hiding in the corner, everyone in the chat. I'm with BBD on this one. And the new intro song, I hear Dan the most. <laughs> Lead singer, Dan. The lead singer. Yeah, I've been trying to listen for anyone specific, and it's still him. I, I just the tried most. to, and it's it's tough. I hear Sam. He's overwhelmingly. Yeah, I think gun to my head. I, if you're telling me I have to say someone, it's either her or Katie, and I, I don't know which one it is. Yeah, I, I hear I hear voice. Sam. Um, Maybe it's a female voice that comes to the forefront because there hasn't been one ever. We need more. Yeah. How about that? How about James? That? How are you? I'm doing good, man. I mean, sorry that we're off to a later start today. Um, I had a late night last night. Give him that. I, give him I, that little bit of the description you gave me before, and a little ad for JJR tomorrow as well. My dog MacDougall peed at 2 a.m. at the top of the stairs, down the entire stairs, and then at the base of the stairs, and it was pungent. And every step had so much pee on it that you would think, oh, he just got this one. Thank that was God. The key step. And then I, I, and then I looked, I did, my, I was with the flashlight, 2 a.m. in the morning, and just like boxers and a mop, just, fl- and then I'd flashlight the light up the next step and see another huge puddle. I was like, oh my God, you fucking, fuck. I, I think I was just saying, fuck you, Mac. Yeah. Fuck you. And he was at the bottom of the stairs just waiting for Wagon. me to be done yeah. to get back up to his bed. And it's like, God, man. Yeah. So that was my night. So I, I slept in. And then Caitlin, my wife, and I went for a walk with the two dogs this morning. Nice. And I said, you know what? I don't need to be in till noon. So I'm not going to be in till noon. I got to here at 11.50. So I don't know how we got to 12.30 start. Whatever. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yanks, two-game win streak. People aren't talking about that. Uh, Higashioka, the home run stroker last night. Pretty cool stuff. I had a good, uh, you know, still good for this, you know, I'd say once every two months ended up on the train. <laughs> there was a second where I genuinely asked myself, am I dreaming? Because <laughs> <laughs> the train that I normally take to get to the Bronx <laughs> flew past the Bronx and then it kept going. Past like four more stations. I told myself, I was like, all right, we're going to stop at the next station. Maybe I missed it. I didn't even realize. And I'll just turn around, go across the tracks and come back. We bombed it through the Bronx. It felt like a Harry Potter Hogwarts train. What train do you take? I I go to the six to the four or the four to the six. Uh, You would be going six to four. I go six to four. So it was the four. I think it's like the Burnside Avenue four sometimes that just bombs it. So, yeah, I was, like, deep in the Bronx, and, you know, you start considering a lot of stuff. Like, should I just set up here, start a new life? No. No. I mean, it is a, once a month feels right that you have some sort of commuting disaster. And it's, just like, never your bad. fault, like, to your credit. You know, I 
I like falling on a good sword, but I felt pretty good today because there was a bunch of other people on the train that everyone kind of looked around like, this isn't what we want. We were all trying to get off at Yankee Stadium. So, outside of that, I'm good. Yanks are hot. Yanks are so hot. Two in a row. Odor so coming through. Higgy, Cole. We'll get to that on the series recap. Yeah. Some more, some more broader conversations. Jake and I had a little conversation last night on the pregame show. Yeah. And I think that's a good one to have about Odor and Bruce and, and all of that. Um, we can open up with that if you want. There was an article that I saw and I have now paid for, which pains me. Mm. Dude, this is going <sighs> to... Okay. It, like, logged me out. Like, I just paid $10 oh, no. to read your stupid fucking article, which is such a crazy high price to read an article. I did it for the people. Um, it was a whole long process to log in so I could get to this article. Do you want to talk some... Some Bruce and Roughned? Yeah. Before we talk about the article then? Well, the article's about that. I didn't fully know. I know the headline of the article is that how how better and infield defense. No, it's um Okay, that's what you told me the headline. Well, I, that's not, I mean that's not the actual headline. That's the Okay. the gist of it that how and all the upper echelon of Yankees brass was were on Cashman about the construction of the infield breaking camp. And they didn't like it. And that's why we've seen so much movement in week two. And they went and got Odor, and they sent Wade down, and they're pushing Bruce out. That's the quotes in the article. So now that's um, that these moves came from up top. Okay. Which makes sense, because in my opinion, because I think the Odor trade, when it happened, made very little sense to all of us. And if Cashman is giving two... Instructions, stay under the tax, go get a better infield because I don't like what we have right now. Odor fits the bill there because the Rangers paid all of his money and and they stay under the tax and it's a lefty bat and they move DJ to first and they play Odor at second. So the conversation we had in the pregame show was I was saying that I think the Odor trade very much is to replace Bruce on a somewhat everyday basis, like make Bruce a bench player. You disagreed, I th- I think, or I don't know, fully or some. I have them both as bench pieces, and I think there's an opportunity to play right now. Jay Bruce was given the opportunity, and he looked bad. Where I do think Odor has a leg up, and you and I both had a little bit of an aha moment on this, is the defense. If Jay Bruce isn't hitting... He's a minus on both sides of the ball. You know, he's played a little bit of first base, not a lot. It hasn't been pretty. Rugi, even if he's not hitting, he's played a lot of MLB second base. And, I mean, we all, the people in the office, when he turned the double play the other day, we all had an audible reaction because, when you A, when you see a double play turned right, that's always a special feeling. But, B, also that's... If there was one weakness in DJ LeMahieu's second base game, it would be turning double plays just because... Think about when you normally see a second baseman turn a double play. It's uh, Throughout the years, it's been a 5'9 through 6-foot guy who quick transfer gets it out. DJ LeMahieu's 6'4". He's long. That's why he can play first base, a little third as well. So it's not a shot at DJ, but you know if you go through some of the old Yankees double plays, whether it's Andahar, Glaber, whoever was doing it, uh, with DJ, they, they weren't always the prettiest. That that Geo to Rugi to first, DJ on the other end, looked really good. So I do think Odor has a leg up that way. I do think the Yankees are, I don't think they're punting on Jay Bruce. Like, I don't think this is goodbye, Jay Bruce. I think there's still going to be off days. And it's a hot streak away. I, I think, you know, this will, we'll talk a little Clinton Guardian a little bit, but I think the Yankees are. Finally, and in a good way, willing to ride the hot hand a little bit. Uh, so, if Rogan Odor hits, I, I think this is where I I didn't probably display it properly yesterday. Like, Rugi does have a, a a leg up right now. Yeah, and in Boone's press conference after the game, I think it was Cuddy asked him like, "Is it going to be hard to take Rugi out of the lineup?" And he was like, "No." Like he was he gave that tone like, "No, we he we brought him here to play." And then they Wouldn't said that'd be the opposite. 
Wouldn't you want it to be tough to take him out? What? Yeah, maybe I phrased Damn. that wrong. I wish I had the audio of it. But it, whatever. What I got was like, oh, okay. Like, he's going to play a lot until Voight's back. This is all until Voight's back. Till Voight's back, which I, I don't think we've gotten an update on that in a little bit. Um, I, have I, we? This week, I believe Boone had the line of, like, at least another week. till. I assume that was until he, like, starts doing work. Doing activities. Um. So, yeah, hey, hopefully this is a short-term problem that ends pretty soon. Um, and, hey, Ru- Rugi's had, <laughs> and this is where baseball gets ridiculous, he's had two okay days at the office. He had the the game-winning hit the other day. that It was 0 for 4 before that, but he gets the game-winner. My guy, pride of the Yankees, let's go. And then he hit a couple hard balls yesterday. So, yeah, if he does that, slide DJ over to first, uh, I think the Yankees still want that to be their, like their closing lineup. Like, remember when that used to be a thing with with DJ LeMahieu as the first baseman to end games, and it's kind of unfair to DJ because he's really good at everything. But first base is a quirky position. Like DJ hasn't looked phenomenal at first base. There's never been like a oh my god our savior's at first base. It's just like well he's better than Voight and he's good at everything. So let's put him over there. Uh, so yeah, fine with DJ getting some run at first base. The quote was, um, Aaron Boone was asked if, uh, Rugnet Odor is making it difficult to take him out of the lineup. Yes, he's earned some opportunities here. He'll be back in there. But the way he said that to me was, Boone was like, yeah, obviously. And then the article also lays out, if you look at who's taking reps at first base right now, they're putting Talkman, Gary, Mike Ford, um, DJ and I think someone else And they're getting the same amount of reps as Bruce So yeah. he's like so if you read the tea leaves Bruce kind of They're not putting much stock into him anymore So I, And that's I think the right call Because he's kind of a word he, he has all the strikeouts Odor doesn't well, strike out a lot Yeah I mean again two games with, with Rugi. Um So that's that's where I'm still tempered expectations I mean we went through Rugi's Past couple seasons and it's kind of a holy smoke. So hey, I'm all yeah, for he him. The league strikeouts one year. Yeah, I'm I'm all for him catching that pinstripe magic. He's got the beard gone now, a little short porch. Sign me up, babe. Um, you know I I still think they're gonna sneak Brucey some at bats, and you know if, if Jay Bruce ends up in the lineup, um, you know I think Ryu's on the bump tonight for the Jays, so that that doesn't seem like the slot. Um. I forget who's pitching tomorrow for them. I think it's Stripling. I wouldn't be shocked if he's back in versus Stripling. I think he has good numbers versus Ryu as well. Okay, so maybe he is. I I still think Bruce is going to find his way in the lineup, and he's a good game from saying, you know, the Yankees lineup has still been really stagnant. Like, we we won. The the Higgies won 3-1 yesterday. Like, the rest of the lineup hasn't done anything. Well, one of those runs was Odor. I think... Thank you, Higgy, for hitting it. Uh, I I think there's a, if anyone right now, if anyone on the Yankees roster, I mean, they sent down Tyler Wade, and maybe this segues us into Clint Gardy a little bit. If anyone gets hot, I think you're about to find yourself some playing time because the I, offense has been stagnant. I agree. I think they. I think the Yankees are hoping Odor gets hot more than they're hoping Bruce gets hot. I see. I agree with that because of the defense, like. If all things are equal, if Ruby and, uh, yeah. and Bruce are both hitting, they keep using this word energy. Energy. Ruby does have good energy. When Kyle was posting from the Talking Yanks, the stealing home stuff, and we were talking about the Yankees being dead, like Ruby does have good energy. That judge said it. Jay Bruce said it. is an assistant coach. Yeah, he's which is you know, coach. it's just a, it's an interesting aspect. He's talking to everyone, which is starting to make me a little nervous. Everyone's well. Like, don't I, it's talk. mostly Clint, right? Don't talk. I mean, he was talking was to somebody else yesterday. Who did he? He had it's been Clint a lot. He had somebody's ear yesterday. Was it Talkman? Was it I only Rugi? noticed a conversation with Clint, but it could have been more. Um. So yeah, I I guess that's my thing. Like, if Jay Bruce ends up playing tonight or tomorrow, and he goes two for four. Like, you're in the lineup the next day, and that's more of a reflection on the Yankees, Yeah, everything else that's going on with their lineup. Right I, I'd lean he doesn't play tonight or tomorrow. I think he gets one of these two. I think but. he'd end up in one of these games, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I think there's – and again, I keep saying I think because, I don't know, we're kind of guesstimating. 
But, like, if you hit, you play. <laughs> so if Rugi if Rugi finds a foul pole tonight, like, yeah, you keep keep running it until he does nothing. Um, I did find the the Boone Voigt update quote. Okay, which oh. I mean, it's basically what I said. But uh, he so. Monday, yesterday, he went for his two-week post-op checkup, and Boone's quote, he's doing really well is all I can tell you. He's not scheduled to start baseball activities for another week, but it's all gone as expected a couple weeks in. So very plain quote, but that's what it is. Adds up. You know what's scarier? And I, we don't have this on the topic sheet. Clark Schmidt, all the updates about him are yeah. something's, was, something's wrong and they don't know what. That's I mean, scary. He, when they put him on the IL at first, he was supposed to be – a three-week shutdown, and it has been, I think, seven weeks. And so. the, and he's not even close to starting pitching again. Like, they don't know yeah. what's going on. I think they just gave him a cortisone shot this week, and they hope he can start throwing next week was the last update. But Doesn't sound promising. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. Masking it. You better, Clark. Yes. La, 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 la. How funny is it? Like, how? Like, I was so shocked to see, like, how said this. It's like, how? How's still saying stuff? He's involved. What's Hal's day-to-day like? That's what I'm saying. This is the first time since we've been covering the Yankees, which was 2017, that I remember ever reading something like, Hal mandated this. The last time was the Ellsbury signing. Hal Mm. made Cashman sign Ellsbury. That was what the rumors were, what the reporting was. So what's this article say? It says that Hal and the upper echelon um, were con- are concerned about the sluggish play, and they had they were uneasy about the lineup breaking camp. Uh, they thought something was missing in the infield, and that's why boom, that's why Cashman is shuffling the roster so early in the season when usually it's seven games. You yeah. just let it ride, but he's made a trade and sent Wade down, and now is giving five players reps at first. I think it all adds up. I think like I don't think. You know, this is crazy speculation or article. I think there's kind of no, all adds up. No, and I, I think I think the other writing on the wall, and we'll see how injuries and stuff come up going forward and when Voight's back and who looks good, but... Do you remember the 2017 Yankees? They just rolled with Chris Carter. Oh, sure. For three months. So this yeah. is like a week one change. Yeah, I think we kind of get different team, different expectations on our here. I, I think that's apples and that, oranges. Well, that's to, the point to a big degree. I think that's the big point. Yeah, yes, but I, there's other stuff going on here. Uh, we'll see when Voight's back. We'll see who's healthy. Um, I think the Odor being free thing is a big factor. And I mean, it, look at this roster when Luke Voight's back. Um, you know, the the Bruce spot. Could be eliminated by then, depending mm-hmm. injuries and everything else. And then Odor like, becomes the Wade. You, yeah. So, I mean, that part of it makes sense. I I wouldn't be surprised if if Luke Voigt starts doing baseball activities in a week, week or two, and then he's ready in two weeks. I'm sure a lot of Yankee storylines are going to change by then. I'm oh, interested yeah. to see what they look like. Um, hey, Rugi, play really well and like make Texas fans tweet at us and be like, oh yeah, that's why we love that guy. Or like what the fuck? What they what the hell, Rugi? We're paying them to be good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do you want to talk about? Let's talk about dugout mugs. Dugout mugs has been sponsoring a lot of stuff we do. They got these badass mugs. This one's called the Wind Up. It's looking like a little wine chalice. They got dugout mugs. Talking Yanks one. They got a ton of custom ones engraved right on the wood there. Um, you know, we've been working with them since 2018, winter meetings of 2018. Yeah. BBD was in the hotel room with us mm. making videos way back when. Touching. You guys can go get dugout mugs and make baseball. They make and baseball bat mugs, wine, wine glasses, bottle opener. Oh, the bottle openers are so cool. Use code JOMBOY to get 35% off. 35% off. And they're also giving away a free knob shot. So you can get 35% off a mug, and then you get a free knob shop with it as well, which is the shot glasses that we were taking whiskey shots of during the live stream mm. for JMO. Um, dugout mugs. Is JMO starting tonight? Yes. Hey-o. Dugout mugs make great great gifts for Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduations, birthdays, weddings, end-of-season gifts for coaches and players. I always like Trevor Plouffe's reaction when he first 
uh, drank out of one because he was just like, this is badass. And it is. When you hold it in your hand, you feel pretty cool. And they're the perfect mother, Mother's Day, Father's Day gift. Yeah. So go get uh, I'm, a dugout mug. I'm getting one for my cousin Dean right after we finish recording this episode. Are you going to use code John Boy when you do? I am. How about that? You want to talk about Clint Gardner? You want to talk? Where do you want to go now? I think Clint Gardner is the easy segue here, and I, I think a lot of the talking points are are kind of oddly similar. I, I mean, okay, I, I'd say what's different is Clint's, Clint's potential. Let's start there. We all know it. Clint's bat when it's right, and he's locked in. I mean, the guy, there were times in his brief career where he's been the Yankees' offense. Like, we've slid him up in the lineup and said, like, go, Clint, go. We need you today. Um <laughs> Guardy is a little different than that But it's kind of it's kind of similar in the fact that If all things are equal Like let's go to the worst case now If neither of them are hitting You have Guardy out there Because he's going to make plays like he did in Tampa And track down that ball in the gap That find me Give me the list of left fielders that get that ball I mean that might be a one-on-one um, The trap and Guardy's quick Whatever, eat my butt Um so then, you know, it's bring it up. Are they both hitting a little bit? Because then, you know, it's kind of still guard dog. Because he's going to give you the defense. He's going to give you the extra bases and the speed. Clint's got a hit to be out there. That's, like, that's what he does. It's kind of the Glaber Torres story. Like, Clint's best job as a left fielder is hitting 35 home runs. So when he's not doing that right now, which he's in a little bit of a funk, then, yeah, you're going to turn to the old man. So, um, I don't know. You Right now, if you hit basically anyone, minus kind of Talkman, basically anyone in the Yankees lineup right now, if you're hitting, you're going to get playing time. I, I understand that, and it's the tail end of this window, in a way, of this core for the Yankees. So, it's as must-win season, and... and if they lose, the next year will be bigger, must win, and then eventually the bubble bo- the bubble bursts. So that's why they're making trades seven days in to get better defense and better approach with Odor, and that's why Gardner is replacing Clint more often than we would expect it because Clint's not hitting. I do get the people that are clamoring for Clint to get a fair shake are saying, you know, it's not a fair shake if he slumps for three days and then he has to sit for two and then he comes back out and then he gets only three at-bats because he's a defensive replacement and then he gets, you know, two starts out of the next five. I get that, but that's just not the landscape that this team is playing on right now. Like, it's best hitter and guy at the position. So as soon as Gardner starts slumping, which he will, he's a streaky hitter, and Clinton starts raking, which he will, I think then – then we'll, it'll be very telling that, okay, it's not just they're fucking over Clint like, and they're not giving him a true shot. They're just going to play the hot hand between these two the whole time. Kind of not how they sold it. They sold it as Clint was being the starter and Guardy was being the fourth outfielder. It's much more hot hand platoon situation as of now. And I think it's okay that it is because we're in a win-now window and Clint is current, or Guardy's currently the second best hitter on the team and Clint has 0 for his last 16 and looks a little backwards at the plate right now. But once Gardner starts slumping and Clint starts hitting, I, I'd like to see Clint get majority of the playing time. And if he doesn't, which I think is a possibility with the way the Yankees run things, then I think all the Clint people have, have the right to be very, very loud. Yeah, I, I think he will. I think he will. I, I think if you if you could have written a script for this season while also having, you know, decent baseball logic in mind, like you can't just write like Clint Frazier will hit 400 this year and hit 60 home runs. We, I think ideally it would have been Clint gets off to a hot start, uh, you know, Guardy, and they have been using him as a defensive sub. Remember we kind of looked at that, like Guardy hadn't been doing that in his career, but they have been, Boone which is good. Boone won't even say it. Yeah. Did you hear that in the post game? Cuddy goes, and uh, Guardy in at the end of the game, that's just uh, defensive reasons, and, and Boone goes, yeah, yeah, uh, just trying to get Guardy get Guardy some time. Trying to get like, guard dog some reps in there. <laughs> it just won't even put it to paper. So yeah, no, I mean that that part's been good. You would have drawn it up. You know, you don't want to say you wish Guardy got off to a bad start, but you know, if if Clint could have got his feet in, and he, if we were sitting here saying, you know, he's only sat one day and he's really embraced the starting left field role, blah blah blah. Um, 
baseball is a tough sport, man. I mean, there's every year there's there's going to be MVP candidates that get off to an awful start. Matt Chapman uh, for the A's, you know, was three for thirty six. He hit a ding dong yesterday. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes off for the next couple. Mad of weeks. bum, so bad, so bad. That's uh, that's baseball, baby. So it's not ideal. I I think Guardy is streaky. His he will come down, and if he doesn't, like. Guess what, Yankee fans? Bite your bite your lip and enjoy it. For I'm thirteenth straight year. I'm I guess my final as of right now. My I'm totally fine with them riding the hot hand the whole season between the two guys. I understand why all the the Clint people or fans that were like finally they're giving him a chance are a bit like what? This isn't an actual chance. But it's we're not the Royals. We're we're not the 2017 Yanks. Where yeah. you get two months to just go. Well, and I, I think two things, and I, I guess I have this as a little bit of an exception for the Rogio Door stuff, is the A, all of this, all the past two conversations we've had, is expectations. The 2017 Yankees were young, we're supposed to feel it out, they got going, and then it was like, oh shit, we need to get an actual first baseman and not let Chris Carter pray he runs into something. Uh, I think the one thing that is different here is the financial stipulations. Um, you know, I, I think the Yankees, all things equal in a normal year, would have brought in a better Rognetto door. Like, remember, DJ LeMahieu was originally, you know, a 10th man that was going to play a lot and move mm-hmm. around and do all that. The Yankees, they kind of didn't have that. They have that in the outfield with Gardy. Uh, but they didn't have that in the infield. So I think Rognet Odor, part of it's defense, part of it, I think a big chunk of it's still the penny pinching. Part of it's a message that's and energy. not Dietrich um, either, which I know a lot of people have been asking about, because uh, Dietrich has been a much better hitter than Rogie Odor the past couple years, and he's with the team. And like we, talk, we talked to Trevor Plouffe about it, and Trevor's like, man, if I was a veteran, which Dietrich is, like I'd be so pissed. Like This is why you were here. To be the second base, third base, lefty guy. <laughs> if I had to do a pie chart. Okay. 25% defense. Okay. 30% free. Maybe 35% free. Let's make let's make that 50 total. So we're otherwise our pie chart. I don't think I have another tough. 50. Oh no. Because I think those are the two biggest ones. The other half is pie. Well, energy. Energy's 15. Um, oh, boy. I had another one. I fucking forget it. Money, defense, lefty. No one cares. Being powerful enough to make I was going to do 2%, not bruise. Oh, message. 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 I have like 10% message, 15% energy. That's one quadrant. Like, shaking things up in the first two weeks. <laughs> After playing like dog shit and having no life, there's a little bit of a yeah. I mean, I th- I think there is part of Cashman that hopes this ends up being his what's the phrase Magnus Opus. Like I think I, it's a magazine opener. Magni- Cashman wants this to be his mag opener. You know, yeah. Like he wants to say like Magnum Opus. You know, I had to we had to stay under the cap and uh, I got a Rogio Door was for free. Texas Texas was gonna cut him. I gave him stars. Magnum Opus. There you go. Oh my god. Yeah. Who was that? Was I don't know her name. No, 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 it wasn't oh, okay. him. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> For sure not him. Robert M in the chat got me good. It's 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power and will. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. That brings you to 45% and then the other 55 we is defense. The pie chart. Yeah. No, it's definitely filled For up. Sure. Um there's another article that The Ringer wrote today about how Billy Bean and Cashman are like personal mm. friends, like good friends. And it was cool. I, w- I won't give away the full article. Go check it out. The Ringer. It's free. You don't have to pay 10 bucks. And what was cool is they were talking about the history of Brian Cashman when he was under Bob Watson and Bob Watson knew he was like leaving. And Cashman was 30 years old, Jake, when he got the job. 30. Right. And how Bob Watson did it when he, when Cashman, his last year, when Cashman was like assistant or, vi, I don't know the correct term, assistant GM or second in command, Bob Watson took every team and was like, all right, this guy, they're old school, I know them, they're old school, I know them. 
this guy's young. And Cashman was the GM for half the league. If they ever want interactions right. with, like, the 15 clubs that were new guys. faces, that was Cash. So, like, they were, the like article that. saying he wasn't, like, for half the league, he was the Yankees GM yeah. with Bob Watson's guidance, which is cool. I never knew that. And that's how him and Billy Bean started the Kenny Rogers and Greg Vaughn trade that didn't happen because mm. Vaughn didn't pass his physical, was him and him and Billy Bean. And they, they talked about how they met before the wild card game in 2018, and they joked, like, let's just go get a steak and we'll check the score at 10 p.m., uh, you and I, and we'll, we won't pay attention at all, and then just check to see who won the wild card game. Is, they didn't end up doing it. That would be pretty funny. So that was a cool article. I didn't know they And they were talking about how, like, you know, GMs don't last more than five years, and both these guys have been around for 25 years. Yeah. Crazy. Moneyball is your favorite movie. No, not my favorite movie. Ah. Nothing against Billy Bean. I'm the cash man. Should we play that? I feel like we haven't heard that in a little while. I don't have it on this, but I can Didn't find it. Did you tweet it out recently? Yeah, I can find it. I just searched Talking Yanks. Um, he, the cash man. Talking Yanks, the cash man. The that cash out. man. Oh yeah. Good stuff. What else do you want to talk about on the sheet, Jake? We have what Hicks. They moved before Hicks sat out because of the the reasons in Minnesota, personal reasons. They moved him out of the three hole. Yeah. Which we thought they would never do, but thank God they did. And uh, once he's out of the three hole, you should go pick him up on your fantasy team. And when you play fantasy, you should get DraftKings. Wow, Ad. And when you get DraftKings, you should use promo code JOMBOY when you sign up because that's how DraftKings knows that we sent you. And then they say, you know what? A lot of people are signing up using your discount code. We'll renew your contract. So it's in your hands, the future of John Boy Media. If you're interested in. Betting or fantasy, go to DraftKings, and when you do, use discount code JOMBOY. They have a stupid offer right now, $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three-pointer. So mm. if you want easy money, you can do that. If you want to have some fun, they are doing the JOMBOY specials, the Kuipers. You can find that. My brother-in-law uh, is 2-0, and texted yesterday. He's been betting on the Kuipers. Mm. I think he's... I think he's uh, oops. Let me find it. Brag about him. Two for two on my John Boy special bet of the week. Up $2.09. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's a coffee. Free money. So uh, download the top to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code John Boy when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing gets a free. Let's go John Boy to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Mink Man! What up? I've got one that'll give Kyle a chubby. Ooh, Yeah. Top 10 players in Yankee, top 10 Yankees in war this year so far are all pitchers or catchers. Hmm. <laughs> it's, Lineup it's went. It's Higgy, Gary, and then eight pitchers. Lineup went terrible. It's bad. It'd be cool if the lineup got going. DJ being out of sorts is kind of funny to see, huh? Yeah, all those double plays. <laughs> How many double plays have the Yankees didn't do? Are they lead league oh leader? Oh, my God. Did you see Katie Sharp last night? No. When are we going to get her on? I keep telling her we need to talk, but she's on mountain time. So, like, right when she gets off work is when the Yankee game starts. So, we haven't had a phone call yet. We're going to email. All right. Let's see. Text. DJ's already hit into the same amount of double plays he hit into all of last year. Who? The games. Been to 14 in 2019 as well. Uh, The Yankees. It's into three yesterday that got them to 11, and the Padres were the league lead with 11 going into yesterday. Don't know if they hit into one last night. Yeah, the double plays would be nice if they stopped. They really right, would. though? No, I'm being honest when I say that. Um, Hicks, they took him out of the three-hole. I said they were too yeah. stubborn to ever do it. The original lineup before he pulled himself from the game was he was in the six-hole. Uh, and, and it wasn't – and they, they totally – Got rid of their whole strategy about the double plays and all that and needing a lefty. They went, 
Stanton two, Judge three, Glaber four. Very top-heavy lineup. It would have been better with Hicks back there. But instead, it was, uh, you know, whatever. But they're trying. They're just trying to spark it, man. I, they should do the which is good because like when's the last time we saw like Billy Martin's lineup out of a hat? Someone needs to do that again. Yeah, Tito. It should be mandated that every team has lineup out of a hat day. One, there's 162 games. Fan picks a lineup day. Not even fan. Like I don't want the fans to have a say because that gives fan them too much picks power. a lineup out of a hat day. Out of a hat, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be celebrated at every stadium. Lineup out of a hat day. Yeah. You know what? Minor leaguers should do that. Minor league teams should do that for sure. But no one would care, or no, because no one no. like fully knows the players. But yeah, th- like let's have a lineup out of a hat day. So let's see. The Yankees currently have five players with positive OPS pluses. DJ's one of them, which still feels weird. And he's still going to get a pride of the Yankees. Well, all the series. all the double Two big games coming. All the double plays still just account for like one out, right? On the on record, how come they haven't figured out like slugging? If you hit a double, it counts more than a single. Why in a double play they figure out how to make it a knock on your averages or something? Minus like that. points. Yeah, should be. It's two outs. It's the same way a triple counts more than a single. I'm the cash man. Like, give me a lineup. Like, mess around with Yankee fans. Go DJ Gardy Judge. It is funny what how it is funny how our brains are wired. Right. Like if we saw a weird lineup, it just it, like a spaghetti thrown lineup, we'd be like, what the. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, had, I had one of those the other day, and I know we've done this a little bit before, but it was uh, <laughs> Yadier Molina's off to a really good start yeah. this season. 353 and 998 OPS. Starting every game behind the plate. 38-year-old catcher. And, like, we'd still... Um... Can I tell you my all-team, my all-time, all-team fun lineup right now? Give me your all-time, all-team fun lineup for this year. People are going to misconstrue what I'm trying to say yes. here a lot. Big time. But right now, the state of the Yankees right now, right my now. all, like, will make the game more interesting sans the play of the game lineup. Okay. Does it, is that clear to everyone? Come on. Understand it. Say it one more time. Will make the game more interesting for me to watch sans the actual play of baseball <laughs> lineup. BBD, do you get what I'm saying? You know what's you know, Margot's ooh factor? Coach Ballgame said yeah. that Manuel my, Manny Margot had a like ooh, every time you see him, you're just like, ooh. Right. So that that's I'm interested to see the team on this. Okay. Well, Gary's DHing and Higgy's catching, because both those guys okay. perk me up in my chair a little bit. Okay. Talkman's in center field because Talkman catching that ball and getting lost for a little bit okay. and then looking left and then looking right and then laughing. So I was wondering if he was going to end up at first base. Like, I didn't know how much funk we're adding to this team. No. Okay. Just, like, personality on the field. Okay. Odor is at second. DJ's at first. Um, I mean, can't do anything about the left side of the field. Geo's obviously there. Right. I guess we'll put Glaber there. If I could take Glaber out right now, I would. Yeah. If there was a, a move to be made. You want okay the past couple games. Yes, he has. Actually, he has. So He's we'll, been like we'll cheer for that. Guardian left, Talkman in center, Judge in right. Long way of saying Talkman's just such a fun guy to watch yeah, on the field. Yeah, Stanton, Clint. Stan's boring right now. Clint's Stan, boring right Stan, now. Clint Hicks on the bench. I mean, Judge is kind of boring right now. A little bit. He was pulling foul, foul balls real nice. He was trying to hit those hecklers. That's what he said in his postgame. I was just trying to murder those You're hecklers. Out. Those guys were so annoying. I can't imagine. I can't believe Man. people think that. Like people were tweeting at me, like, "How funny are these guys?" I'm like, "What? Yeah, no, no." And I, then, how could you find that funny? That was the most obnoxious thing in the world. Yes, Network definitely got them kicked out. Oh, because yeah. I think Mike. I think <laughs> this is all alleged, but they were. They obviously they were they were ruining the broadcast. Tex Kester. I should. Like definitely, dude. Like, are you kidding me? I'm gonna text him. There was you, I, you I know guys I think, had a role in that. I think right? I know where you were going with that. Like, as soon as as soon as yes showed them on camera, they got escorted out. So I think, I think they were like, "Yo, these guys are ruining the broadcast." Because I muted the TV. I had I had I had fully muted the TV. There was a moment in 
K's broadcast where they he let out like one final joke, like you know he was in disbelief that these guys were still heckling. And then you could tell in Kay's voice, like, every time there was a silence and you could hear them, like, you could hear Kay's thoughts, like, I I would like to murder them. I wanted, I, I yeah. wanted to. How do I word this? And yes, dude, they were I zoomed was, in the hecklers, then they got removed. So you got the hecklers removed. I was trying to think because, you know, there's times in my life, if there was an anti-Jake taster reel of all the times I was drunk and annoying, both of us, you know, you could put together a pretty nice highlight reel of a bad person. I don't think I've ever been berate some berate from the stands for three hours, dude. That's exhausting. No, they were... No. What? They were awful. Anyone that does that's awful. Anyone that anyone that says I'm gonna ruin at a paid event, I'm gonna ruin other people's time that they paid money for is just an asshole of a human being. You can yell funny stuff, but what they were doing was like just fucking intermittent, timely yelling. They weren't young enough too when they showed them. I was like, oh, oh, it became like sad. Like these guys aren't 18 years old, 19 years old. They're not college. They weren't young enough to be doing that. They were just kind of like sad losers. It's almost younger than 18, 19. Like to have that no, energy like, would have to be like a 13, college, 14. Drunk I college think. energy. I think you could do it. For three and a half hours? This wasn't their first time they've been in public under the influence of alcohol. That's like or I think it was. Yeah, it was, I was thinking, I <laughs> well, was thinking like it was their first baseball other. game. On <laughs> the you're going to have stuck in your head all day now. Yeah, baby. Hicks, get going. Out of the three-all. Oh, we wanted to kind of look into stand stats. We didn't look into it before we started, but... I, I brought it up. The hard hit stuff's still there because it just has to be when he does hit it. But, like, you know, ex-Woba and everything is not great. He did. He put together a couple games where I was like, oh, he's hitting singles now, too. Um, he had a four-game stretch against Baltimore and the first against Tampa, where he went six for uh, 17 with a double, a home run, and four singles. And I thought, like, wow, he's going to hit for singles too, but then he's gone 0 for uh, 11 since then. Does Higgy, like, play tonight? No. No? No, because you're not going to – you're not you can't – Gary at first? Gary's been the best hitter on the team. So a two-run homer. At first. They don't have a third catcher. I don't think they're going to do that. But just throw Rugi back there. Higgy catching Gary at first if you need and slide him over behind the plate. I think Higgy's just going to sit. I mean, that's like the best possible situation is that Gary has a great year, and when Higgy comes in to catch, he performs. Right. Like that's an A-plus system. So I, I think they don't force a hand there. If they want to pinch hit Higgy, Sure. No backup catcher. Yeah, well, but at least you can do that then in the seventh or the eighth or ninth, and not. I don't know, man. Gary was over there looking cute at first. Was having fun. Everyone's getting trials. Like let's let's actually run it. If you were to pinch it, Gary, you could you could. How could you move Gary to first, and then bring Higgy in so they're both still, and you could just move Gary back to catcher. If, you need if, if if Higgy gets hurt. You have Gary start at first, and then if you need to pull Higgy out, Gary just goes to catch. I don't know if they'll start Gary at first. I don't. I They won't. I think they you like. Could, I mean, you can have Higgy pinch it for I guess, Bruce against the first lefty that comes in or Odor and slide DJ. Whatever. I guess that's where I'm at. We're doing, we're doing all this early season funny business trade for Odor. We're making moves. People are getting sent up and down. Like, if we're going to get weird with it, like, let's do it, nerds. Like, let me see Gary or Talkman at first. So, <laughs> dude, how much did it suck? MLB is sick in the shift stuff. Talkman hits that l- bullet down the line, and they're playing him perfectly. What is that? Because that's the book on Talk. Like, that's what Talkman's good at. That sucks, man. Don't get a book on you unless it's like a really nice, well written memoir. Yeah, n- nice, flattering book. Yeah. With some 
dark parts so people aren't like, this is a too cushy of a book. Right, like tastefully dark. Mm-hmm. Zach. Oh, come on. I mean, look at his... Uh, Look at his spray chart from 2019. Look at all those doubles right where they played that left fielder. Yeah, man. It's messed up. That's so crazy. I don't know. How can I, it's like, love. how can I, uh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to share this, but if you go, for people watching, watching on YouTube, if you click that and you look at his 2019 spray chart, he had more doubles in that deep left corner than he did Anywhere else on the field. Yeah. That's so weird. They had him positioned perfectly. You almost look at that spray chart and you're like, should we act on this? And the Rays are sick enough to be like, yep. The Jays? Or the Jays. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, Billy Bean Cashman, Stanton stats. I wanted to see Stanton's pitches. Stanton's pitches. Like, dude, he looks so bad when he looks bad. He had a couple swings yesterday on fastballs that, like... Everyone still just looks a little bit off, and I think it's, like, the drop, and now they're playing at the minor league park, and you got cranes with lights on them, and everything's still just kind of bizarre. Everyone's still coming back from getting their Covey shot, and, like, you know, I got mine... What was it? Last Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm back up to 90%. I'm getting mine on Thursday. Which one are you getting? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I have to ask Patreon Sam. I believe you're getting the J&J, which also just got like recalled in Paused. some places. But I don't think here, so you're probably still good. That's the one-time shot? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's what I'm getting. What do you think the lineup is tonight? We can do this before we end the episode. Ooh. Like if Hicks is back if Hicks is back in there, do you think that he goes, he goes back to the three-hole or do you think he goes to the six-hole? That's what he was in before he got scrapped, right? So Ryu's starting, yes. Not scrapped, taken out. Got scrapped. Ryu's starting. We're assuming DJ's leading off again. We're assuming they're not going to bench him. Get him a day. He is struggling a little bit. But we're going to assume uh, he's getting the And with lefty, I think they're going to do Stanton again too. Yeah, they can do the same thing that was the plan last night. I mean, they've got to mix it up because otherwise they get too nervous. Well, Gary's back. Then the other team's got the scouting report on them. Oh, give me a two-hole carry. I think they're going to go DJ, DJ Stanton, Judge, Gary, and give Judge some actual protection right now. If you get four-hole Gary after Judge, then Glaber behind him, then Geo. How about five? Then Odor. Then, no, then it would be Hicks, then Odor, then Clint. I think I've got five whole hicks. I think that's been a comfort thing for them when they have pushed him back. Give me give me DJ Judge. You did, they you won't have... they won't go Gary Stanton. I wish they would. They're, so Man, I'm how in much lead go Stanton then judge again. How much lead would it put in our pencils, Gary's pencil, and even the Yankees to see like Gary Sanchez? Up that far in the lineup, put him clear. I, I like, have a, that would be such a good team thing. I think, like all those guys have gone to bat for Gary the past couple years. We've gone to bat for Gary the past couple years. It's such an easy, small, insignificant win. Like just do it. Like fluff him up. Make that guy feel good. He deserves it. I have the lineup. Jimmy's got the official lineup. You guys can share this. With your people. Yeah. Uh, I I put Hicks at five. Well, that's formatted terribly. DJ LeMahieu, <laughs> righty. Stanton, righty. Judge, righty. Gary, righty. Yeah. I like putting Gary in the cleanup because Judge needs some goddamn protection. Okay. Then you go lefty Hicks. Then you go righty Geo or righty Glaber, righty Geo. Then you go lefty Odor. And then speed Clint rounds it out nine. That's my guess at the lineup tonight. Or I'm Round that's what I'd nine. do. Round me out nine. Round me out nine. Because you get Hicks and Odor split up by two righties, so they're not too close. Ryu. Yeah. Well, Hicks will be hitting righty anyway, so it doesn't right. really fucking matter. But that's then right. when they go to the bullpen. God. 
That's what I do. I'm interested to see, man. And we're about to get real hot. And here? No, the Yankees. Oh, yeah, we have one voicemail. Let's do this one voicemail before we get out. Here it is. What's up, boys? Jordan from Boston. All right. It's not the best start to the season. Um, you know, Domingo hasn't looked great. Kluber, eh. Hicks has struggled. Judges, you know, injuries. DJ can't come through with Larson's scoring position, which is crazy. So my question is, which one of those or others is your biggest concern that is going to last the whole season? Like, obviously, DJ, he's going to be fine. But what do you think is going to be the lingering biggest problem? Is it Kluber, Domingo, Gabers, you know, shortstop ability? Let me know. Thanks. Go Yanks. Great question. Uh, pause. Holden in the YouTube chat. Wouldn't it be five days in a row for Stanton? If that's true, bum, bum, bum. and and that means Stanton's out, then um, then maybe you DH Gary and you have Higgy hit. Put him at first. Get fucking weird. Then who'd you DH? Judge. And have Talkman another lefty in there versus Ryu. I think they'd put both righty bats in DH Gary and have Higgy hit. Fine with that. If Stan isn't playing because of the five games in a row, <laughs> then I, wait, wait, I, I would you just say? because he can't play five in a row. Then then really good note by uh, Holden in the chat. Then how the, hilarious is it going to be if they do play him tonight? Well, it just goes to my theory that we got to tell Marley. It was all about Judge Mike Marley <laughs> playing Stan That's, five straight. All right, Jordan from Boston. Biggest concern. What were some that he listed? I'll play the end real quick again. Biggest problem. Is it Kluber, Domingo, Gabers, you know, shortstop ability? Let me know. Thanks. Go Yanks. Mm. So I, I uh, originally, I, I BBD, I thought the way you said this to me to prep it was lineup, which you, I don't think you did. I just heard it that way. And my response was I have no long-term concerns about the lineup. They're not hitting right now. Yeah, They're hitting into a lot of double plays. The one through six went 0 for yesterday. Long-term concerns about an individual player's ability to hit. Clint, Glaber, nothing. D- yeah. DJ, Judge, and like no long-term concerns at all. So my only long-term concerns are who's going to be the number two and three pitcher come postseason, and can we trust Glaber to field routine ground balls? Those are the two I think that that I think will be with me throughout the season. Yeah, I I think out of that concern is an interesting word because well he says it, like actual concern like long term right 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 and and I think within this season though. Because, like, you list Kluber, like, that's not a long-term Yankees problem. It's just this just, season. Just this season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's where Kluber's my answer. Um, Domingo, we have we have solutions. Like, you know, eventually Davey will be back. Uh, Mike King had a nice appearance. We have some – we have throwing solutions if Domingo's just out. That's fine. Glaber, concern, obviously, but we're also in bed with him. Like, he's the shortstop. This season's going to be a long ride. I hope he he's built a little bit of momentum. Hope we can look back at the start of the season and laugh a little bit. Maybe it kept him in more check. Kluber, as long as he's healthy, is going to get the pill every fifth, sixth day. Mm-hmm. And if it's not pretty, that's just going to stink. So I, I think Kluber would be my answer for that one. Mm-hmm. I can see being... Happy with the postseason rotation, even if Kluber's not there. So that's why I say just, who's going to be the 2-3? Yeah. Is it going to be Tyone and Monty? Sure. I can see a world where I'm confident in that. That So that's my concern. Will I be confident in whoever's the 2-3? and Because I don't think we've had that in a long time. And I, I there's so many options. Herman could still be there. Davey could get himself there. Fucking yeah. Mike King. Could get himself there, right? Um, That's where Tyone I, Kluber. So, I guess I don't have that as a concern because I know something's going to be there. You have faith that I. My concern would be every fifth day Corey Kluber doesn't have it, and like you know, we we traded away Sonny Gray, like, and then we we bent we benched him. Like I don't think we can do that with Kluber. You know, they could they can move him to the bullpen or 
look what they're doing right now. They're doing. I don't think they're going to ride him out if he's healthy but awful. Like he's not going to go out there and be mad about him every start, and they're still going to start him. I, I think, that's kind of my fear. Okay, because he's I, got the reputation, and like Cressy's invested, Cashman's invested. That like they will. Be, I think they will beat the dead horse on him when with Sonny they they pulled the plug. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think they would. Almost more than anything else, just because chance there's someone else is hurt. And it's just by the time they're ready to do that, they they just actually need him to pitch. Yeah, Savvy as well. Savvy's back eventually. So yeah, Mike, I I do have faith that we're gonna. We, there's enough options that we'll have a two and three in the postseason that we're like, yes. What's gonna be the day when we sit down to do talking talking Yanks and we're like, we're in the season. Because like right now, if you open Baseball Reference, Higgy's tied for the team lead with home runs. Um, yeah, uh, Aaron it's, it's, Aaron Hicks is hitting one twenty nine. To, to be honest, I feel like if I remember past seasons, you get to the beginning of June and it still feels early. Yeah, but we're just coming off that sixty game season, yeah. so our brains are kind of messed up. Because I remember, I mean, I I used to, and I still kind of don't look at standings until after the All Star. Yeah, I mean, I I think they're worthless until after the All Star game. So. I think we get a little Yankees luck with that. Like, we know the Yankees are going to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see. I don't know. Is it going to be, like, mid-May and we're going to be sitting here saying, like, okay, we've played 40 games now and you're still hitting. 40 of 162. I think you get to, like, 100 games when you're, like, we know, you're we, know, we know what the team right, is. Right, but like you said, we're already pulling – we're already hitting levers and switches that yeah. we didn't think we'd hit, so – I don't know. I'm for maybe our like the feelings. Game mark? I don't know. I'm genuinely as long know. as long as the record's not like noteworthy bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think we kind of like could, don't make any ch- changes of mindset about guys statistically. I, not a great way to phrase that. Gritchick just responded huh. to me on Twitter. <laughs> so soft. I tweeted at him, "Hey, Gritchick, yeah. I hate you." The, yeah. The Breakfast Club. He said, "Ha, thanks, man. Best." Tweet I've received in a long time. Hmm. I hate you. Just be cool tonight. I hate you, Randall. Oh, I think I. Kay also responded and said that if Yes Network had anything to do with it, like he, he'd be shocked. He doesn't. No, they got kicked out on their own accord. Yes did not play hand in that. I said I just like that fantasy. Yeah, hmm. it's where fantasy becomes reality. If I can slip this in at the end because I'm not super confident. I think I did the math on the Davy stuff because you were asking if there's a day they can keep him down to. I don't think there's a day. I don't think pushing his service time back a year is on the table. I think they have to keep him down until July 24th if I did the math right. Okay. To get a year. I don't know if there's a super two date. They're managing the innings right now, and that's why he's not on the team and not. I don't think service time is a yeah. big factor. It's all a factor. Very but. interested to see when he comes on the radar. Yes, when he gets his spots. Because Domingo's still got leash as much as people hate it. Um, and, you know, we've not clear of the injury bug, but whenever I think whenever we get the first doubleheader, unless King is the guy that gets called up that day, it's probably Davey gets to be the 27th man that day, and then or he gets So do I need to start. root for a doubleheader at some point? Yeah. Okay. Um... That's the show. We'll be back at like 4, 4.30 for the pregame show on YouTube. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Numbers, people listening and downloading have been fantastic. Yeah. A little behind the scenes, before the pandemic, Talking Yanks numbers were incredible. And then no one commuted and baseball got canceled. And we're still kind of climbing up to where we were, to be honest with everyone. But we're, well, no. I think with YouTube, we're now we're, bet, we're over that. Yeah. But either way, thank you to everyone that's been listening, even through kind of a... Not dreadful, but a slow, sluggish start. Like, we haven't hit, like, a sweep when everyone's fucking going crazy and and the numbers always get a boost. So thank you, everyone. And if you're looking for uh, something to listen to in between now and the pregame show, I'm going to share this. Last from the past episode, Jake. We wrote a badass movie on the last from the past episode today. Do you remember it? The Crown Jewels? Yes. The Gay Orgies? Yes. Yeah. Bad movie. 
badass movie. movie. Badass yeah. movie. Yeah. So go go listen to that in between. Thank you guys I've very much. I've got an ask. Yeah. For tonight? Let's win this Blue Jays series. Because I think if that happens... I do think the Rays series this weekend will just have a little more juice. Just a little more. Like, if the Knob's been at five this year, I think the Rays series this weekend would be six, six and a half. Guys got hit in the head last series. Yankees got beat up a little bit. Yankees win this series. Yankees fans will be starting to get a little excited. Rays come into the stadium. Just a little more juice. Odor effect. You want juice. I mean, I, I gave you the... How about Higgy hitting him with the stink? Yeah, it was like a planned handshake. I wonder how many people have done that. Dude, Higgy's hilarious. Dude, that she, little smile around first. His post-game interviews are so funny. He makes reporters just feel dumb. Like, why'd you ask me that? <laughs> yeah. And you see him going through the dugout after the homer. Like yeah. The, and Gio just, like, grabs his arm. It's like, oh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gio's doing that. Uh... Man, no. Have more fun. I, I, we got to get Higgy on the show at some point again. I don't know if we're doing a lot of guests during the season, but he's just his post game interview. Granted, I was a little gummied up. Sure. Um, I put the I put a mustache on him and tweeted it out. Yeah. Um, which I think maybe I shouldn't do because some people were like, he has to shave that, and it's like, well, it's fake. But anyway, like people are asking him questions like, you know, oh, what's it like catching Cole and guiding through it? And he's just does a long pause. He's like, oh. He's pretty good, so it makes my job real easy. It's the job. It's like, dumb question. That's what I do at work. <laughs> how do you how do you guys write sentences? Uh, we'll talk about it more in the series recap. Thank you guys very much for listening. Appreciate you as always. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Ooh. Go Yankees.